Hello everyone. So I'm here today uh, in the book of Genesis chapter 4 verse 7. Um, it's not going to be a very uh, long um, scripture reading or Bible reading, but nevertheless, it, sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to be long before it just kind of, you know, speaks to you. So like I said, as I was reading, it just um, I just take my notes, and once I take my notes, then, of course, I just review them, and then, of course, it's uh, mind-blowing, the understandings and the teachings that God gave me just in reading and going and feeding off His Word. So, um, okay, so Genesis chapter 4, verse 7, is, um, you know, mine, you know, I'm just going to brief summarize that a little bit. Um it uh, says, so Cain is angry because God is not happy with the offerings that he brings before the Lord. Abel, on the other hand, brings his best offerings. Cain becomes angry and starts getting offended and jealous because his brother gets praise while he gets uh, rejected from God. All right. God tells him if he does what is right, he too can receive praise. But if he doesn't, then he needs to be careful because the devil is knocking at his door, meaning his heart, and ready to uh, control him. But God said, you must subdue it and be its master. All right. And so with that led me to understand, of course, I had many um, questions and at the same time, uh, lots of things just became more exposed to me, like in, in you know, um, in, in a different format, like it just expanded, like, whoa, that's just the way the word of God hits you when... When you're reading the Word of God, and then you just, like, start really paying attention, then it's just like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 what, 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 what happened? Like, and then it starts coming alive because something starts happening in your mind, and you're just like, whoa, something, you know, and it's just, it's, that's because that's the Holy Spirit talking to you. So, um, my interpretation and what I got from this, um, I'm going to uh, just, again, as always, it's, it's just the way I received it and what I understood my notes here, uh, it says, this leads me to understand that we are always in control. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Thank you, my Lord. The enemy has no control. He only has control if we give it to him. Uh, he's He is useless, not even in all that he claims he is. And he has, he still has no power unless given to him. Thank you, God, Jesus. That's a glorifying moment right there. Uh, uh, God said to Cain, you must subdue. Keyword subdue mean control it. Like, you know, you can master this. It doesn't have to master you. This hate that started growing inside him, this anger, this rage, this, you know, this sinister emotions within him. Or, okay, he was, uh, he was just like, you can control this. He said, you can subdue that. 
And that leads me to know that I have all the control and I can master, dominate anything, whether it's an emotion, whether it's an action, whether it's a thought. All right. So um, that's definitely what that that, you know, woke my understanding in that we can dominate in anything. The enemy will bring situations that at times we will feel like Cain, angry, upset, rejected, um, the least favorite, always doing wrong, and um, on um, always doing wrong, and uh, always having these negative emotions uh, that we reach. Uh, when the devil, you know, that when we reach all these negative emotions, um, the, the devil is like not too far behind. He's not too far behind. He's right there knocking at our door. All right. He's, uh, he's just there knocking our, and knocking at our door, wanting for us to fall into his traps. Wanting for us to just uh, be consumed with his uh, characteristics, which is... Everything that is rejection, everything that is the wrong. So when this happens, that means there is so much going on in our mind that has us overwhelmed with hurt, pain. And then this hurt and pain starts draining into our heart where we start letting it turn into hate, rage, defeated and when this happens the devil is right there waiting almost pushing you at the same time to do its evil deed but hallelujah for that for that big but okay that God left for us to let us know that we can subdue all these toxic emotions, actions, and be the devil's master. Like master the devil. Hallelujah. See what I'm saying? That's what God was trying to tell us right there. That that we can master the devil. Like you don't have to own me. You don't have to control me. You're not going to do anything. You're not going to spread your hate in me. You're not going to spread your lies in my brain and my heart and uh, confuse me. You're not going to you're not going to destroy me. I won't let you see the enemy can't do nothing to you if you just don't let him. Okay, that's the that's the whole main concept right there that um, the enemy has no power. We have all the power. We can control the our emotions. We can control. And how do we do that? By using discipline, discipline, uh, disciplining ourselves every day, staying connected to the word of God, praying about everything. Prayer is our key to everything. You know, when soldiers go to war, they don't go there with a fork and a knife. They go to war with what they're suited up, their suits and their armor and everything, their tools that they need to, to get ready for a battle, for a war. So the same thing with us. Um, we have to stay suited up for war at all times through prayer in all circumstances. I know sometimes it may seem hard. We get angry. We get enraged. 
or I'm guilty of all that myself, you know, but, um, with prayer, we can, we can definitely, and, and not just prayer, but to have that, that spirit, that, that heart, to have that able, uh, emotion, that able heart in us, character in us versus the cane where, uh, accepts its loss and, um, becomes this, uh, person full of manifestation of hate and bitterness and anger and rage and just unforgiveness. So you have to look and see which one, which character are you? Are you an able character or are you a Cain character? Cain is the one that refuses to learn, the one that refuses to change, the one that refuses that any correction, any discipline, because I'd rather be wrong Versus, I I just rather be comfortable living in a lie in my wrongness and my stubbornness. I'd rather live like I'm comfortable. I don't to change will mean to change my whole reality concept that I've already built up for myself. So why would I have to change? I won't change. I refuse to change. The world would have to change for me. I'm not changing for anyone. That's the Cain Abel characteristic there. See, while Abel's over here, like, I have no problem in changing. I'm humble. I'm meek. I'm gentle. Okay. I might have bumps here and there, but I come to do right. If I, you know, I'm okay with a little bit of uh, criticism if it's going to lead me in the right path. I'm okay with um, someone, you know, correcting me. I'm okay with just being disciplined. If it's going to lead me in the right path, I, why would I consider, why would I want to go in the wrong paths if I know or that will ultimately lead me to my death? And not mean the, the well, also physical death, but I'm talking about spiritual death, which would later on, if, if we don't correct ourselves, will lead to the eternal death in hell. See? So everything is has a purpose. It goes in order. It just doesn't. Oh, okay. No, everything has an order. It's um, spiritual death. Okay. Um, the human death, the death of the body, where the body exists no more. And then you have your eternal death. So you just have to be careful with all this. You just, you have to go in depth with it. Everything that, you know, we learn in the word of God and it, it speaks to you, you have to go in depth. It's not just a uh, scripture or a verse. It goes in depth. Everything that God said, everything that Jesus said was always in parables, but because the parable had more, more in depth meaning, um, if you just study and dig deeper, it's kind of like a, uh, one of those um, jigsaw puzzles or those uh, codes, you know, where where they give you those letters and the, you know, numbers. And so you have to add the, the numbers to the letters and it's like a secret code type thing. And then, but if you stay diligent, once you finish the, and you keep being disciplined and stay proactive and, and stay, um, you know, in, in, in the spirit of, I want to accomplish this. I want to finish this. I want I'm interested. I'm passionate to know what the code is. Then, um, you finish the code. And once you finish it, you put all the letters with all the numbers and all the numbers with all the letters, vice versa. Then you can look back and read the code. And then it just is mind blowing, mind blowing because you would have never expected to 
find or get that in just that small amount of time or reading. So it's crucial. It's very important as we read the Word of God. We don't just read words like, oh, you know, just words A and can't. No, it's not just the words in the scripture. You have to look in depth. What is this telling you? What is this speaking to you? How is this being applied to you in your life? Because there's nothing in this Bible. There's nothing in here that we can't use. In our, it is everything in here. Everything in here that is written in this word from a just a word, just a small word. It, it's all being applied to our to our life. That's what the word of God is. You know, there's 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 not one word in here that we can say it doesn't apply to my life. It, everything in this word of God, if you look in detail, um everything it applies to our lives daily. Daily, every single day. So, we can master him. He has no power over us. He has no power. Can you understand that a God he claims to be or wants to be with no power, uh, useless, It's uh, un or unless it's given to him? To me, that seems the opposite of a true God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he has power whether we give it to him or not. He has all the power. All right. He doesn't have to go ask for anyone to have be given power. God has all the power. He is the power. Okay. So we have to understand that God is the power. He, he, whether, whether we give him power over us or power, or, he is the power. While the other one is he, he's powerless. He can, he only has power if you give it to him, if you give it to him, like, okay, then, uh, okay, well then control. But see the other one, God, God is not like that. God is with or without you. I will still be God. I will still be the almighty powerful God. Jesus Christ doesn't need to go to third, fourth, fifth party, somebody else and ask them to go get, uh, I ran out of power today. Can you give me some more? No, he is the power. Hallelujah. Thank you, my God. That right there is just, he is the almighty power. All right. So thank you, God, Jesus. So in the end of, you know, this lets me know we are always in charge. And when the enemy comes to destroy, we can subdue the enemy and master it always, always. So there's nothing that we can say, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. It's just, uh, it's just, we couldn't, it's hard. Look, through Jesus Christ, we gain all the strength, all the strength. And um, I know it may be difficult at times. It's, you know, to do, to discipline ourselves is what it is. To discipline ourselves in the ways of God, it's hard because we're so easily accustomed and used to um, the ways of the world, the ways of the enemy, okay, the, the ways of uh, the, the enemy that he's got us entrapped, that this is better than this, or this is, uh, you know, the, this is what we're used to, this is what we're accustomed to, 
why break tradition? Why break culture? Why, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But hey, sometimes you have to break those barriers. Somebody has to be the barrier breaker. There has to be a renewing of the mind, of the body, of the soul. You can't continue at times to be uh, the old, like they say, out with the old and with the new. Okay, so that is what God is building. New generations with new minds, new bodies, new souls, new spirits, new everything. Now, you could be a part of the old crew, but you eventually will be thrown out. Or you can come into the new world, okay, the new world where there is love, there is teachings, there's learnings, there's a discipline, there's a... There's all the beauty that we can ever even or never begin to even imagine exists, which is in Jesus Christ. And that is where the message is. Change. Change from what is old and change to be renewed. That is what God is saying and speaking to that verse, that scripture there in chapter 4 in Genesis. Um verse 7 between Cain and Abel. Change your way of living. Change your way of thinking. Change your habits. Change your um, whatever you feel that, well, me and my family, we've been doing it. Well, well, okay, well, has it worked out? All these years you've been doing it, has it actually, has it produced any fruit? Has it, what has it done to make things better? for your family, for yourself, for your kids, that lifestyle. What has that, the, 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 the culture, the routines, the traditions, has, what has that um, brought to your family? Okay, that's what we have to ask ourselves. And if, it has, if the answer is nothing productive, nothing positive, then make those changes. Be the voice of change. Be the voice of change. We can't continue to stay in the old. We have to come to the new and um, trust that God, if we're confused, if we're scared, well, I don't want to break the cycle. I don't want to, I don't want to be the voice. I don't want to, hey, you know what? God called all the, all the courageous ones to be alone. Okay. All, all the and Moses, they didn't, they were all scared too. They were all, you know, confused. They were, you know, they were all leaders, but God had to just bring the leader out of them, you know, bring the leader character and just say, hey, you're not a follower. You're a leader. You're a leader. And through me, you're going to gain all the strength that you need. I'm going to give you the words to say. Don't worry. I'm going to give you all the actions to do. Just trust in me. Put your trust in me. And I will give you that renewed mind that's going to help your people, that's going to help your family, that's going to help your children, that's going to help you. Why stick to the old if the old you know it hasn't been working? Come into the new and you know that it hasn't been working, but you don't want to do anything about it. That's not you coming into your character that God has prepared for you, the character in Jesus Christ. So someone has to someone has to take that first step, say, I I'll be the one. I'll be the one to make the change. I'll change for myself. I'll change for my children. I'll change for my family. I'll change just for my, you know, just just to change. Just to step out of the normal, boring, dead-end routine. I'll change. 
for the better. You know, we have a lot of things that in life and in ourselves, well, you know, our families drink all the time. And what does that lead to at times? Families getting together and joining and then fighting, confusion, and then this and gossiping. And be- See what I'm saying? Change. The kids later on, they grow up. Now they're drinking, getting tattooed, and acting all horrible. See? Fornicating, having baby mamas, baby daddy. See what I'm saying? Change. See what I'm saying? Mothers, single mothers, us single mothers, we don't make a change, what are we going to do? Fall into the same dead-end routines. Well, did it work for you? You was you were single two years ago. You were single five years ago. You were single six years ago. You were single. Okay, so what are we doing to make a change? Because if you ain't got no husband and you ain't on your way to get married, then I, what change have you done to get to that, to that uh, position? If your routine, well, drinking, sleeping with them, and this and that, and then it just, if you're, if you're, if you're not, if you're stuck in the old and you're not making any change and you see it hasn't progressed you, so then, baby, what are we doing? What are we doing? There's got to be some change. You're going to be 80 years old and still doing the same routine and still no husband. If we get to 80, there's got to be change, renewing of the mind. Sir. You've been screaming and crying that there ain't no good woman, this and that, that, you know, that women are all crazy, this and that. Okay, have you thought about making a change? But you want a wife, you want a, you want a family, you want a, but have we thought about making a change in the mind? Changing your habits? Changing your way of thinking? Have we thought about that? You know, maybe it's not them, maybe it's you. That's why you haven't had a woman that wants to stick with you and marry you and have children with you or keep that family with you. What? See what I'm saying? You got to look at self. We all have to look at self in the mirror. We can't just sit there and say, they're the ones. It's everyone's fault but my own. We can't do that. We can't do that. At some point in time, we have to look ourselves in the mirror. What is it in me? What is it? What things do I do that I must change in? God was happy with Abel because God didn't, you know, Abel wasn't uh, that person that rejected change. If God said, hey, I want this today and I want that tomorrow, Abel was very willing and ready like, yes, sir. Whatever my Lord says at your request, I'm here to serve you, my Lord, your servant, your good and faithful servant. Whatever it is that you want, I'll give it to you, however you want it. While uh, Cain over here was like, well, why? Why? Why do I have to change? Like, you would find, like, do you know the work that I would have to go through now? You say you wanted this today, this week, and then next week. See what I'm saying? You're making too many changes. I can't go with that. Just stick to what I know. Please, can't. Well, ain't nothing wrong with what, the, what we've been doing. Now you want me to do extra work. Now you want me to do more. See, that's that change part. Why? Can we talk about this? Why? Do we, can we have a meeting? I don't understand. Can we take a vote? Because I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I know you're all on board, but I'm not. I don't want to change. Why do I have to change? Why there must be change? Why? That, see, you have to ask yourself, what character are we? Do we accept change or do we stay in the spirit of, I know what I'm doing. I don't need no change. Everybody wrong. I'm right. So 
My lifestyle is great. There's no problem. Okay. Me and my kids are going to get to heaven, but we're just going to do it our way. We're not going to do it that way, the disciplined way, the way of actually following God. We don't need to do that. I don't need Jesus that much. I mean, I pray, but you know, I worship God, but I mean, I don't have to change my life for God. I don't have to do that. I don't have to um, think different. I can still be me and still know that God loves me and God is with me. And then when I die in this world, I'm going to go to heaven. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. God is a very, 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 very uh, firm and, and he disciplines. He is a very strict father. Can you imagine having strict parents that are like very, very stern? Like, look, I love you dearly. But if I, you know, I, and God is very like knowledgeable, wisdom. But everything that he does is for our good. So when he says there must be change, it is for our own good, for our children, for our family, for our generations. It is for our own good. It's not to hurt us. If anything, it is to prohibit us from getting hurt. There's warnings that come ahead before destruction. Okay. So um, there must be change in our lives if we must or want to um, be in his everlasting glory. If we really truly want to have a relationship with God, there must be change. We cannot continue to live in the every single day lifestyle. Well, I've been drinking for years. Or I've been fornicating for years. Well, I've been, I've been just fine. Well, I've been cursing and I've been doing this and I've been, you know, and everything is just great. I don't understand why I have to change. I go to church on Sunday, you know, read the Bible when I can, if I can, if I don't get sleepy, you know, got to change. Discipline yourself. Read the Bible without getting interrupted by anything or anyone. Read the Bible without getting sleepy. How many times have we read the Bible? You know, wisdom and understanding comes from just reading the word. You got to eat every day. Every day you go without, you know, you, you, you don't go without eating. That's the word. You, you shouldn't go a day without picking up the Bible and reading something or talking to God and, and uh, just saying, let me, let me get in your word. Discipline me, Lord. There must be discipline. We have to have discipline in our lives. Uh, without discipline comes destruction. That's the honest truth. You don't discipline yourself at work. You're going to do, you're going to mess up somewhere. Everything has rules. Everything has procedures, protocols, and steps in order. God is the same way. God is the same way. And um, he does not take uh, disorder. He doesn't take that like, oh, it's okay. No, 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 no. He's not that type, like, he's not that type of God that it's okay. No, you know that if I came to you and you say you love me and you are wanting to walk with me and you're going, wanting to be with me and you truly say you love me, you sincerely with all your heart 
stop what you're doing and make a change then. Change for me. Change. Change your life. Follow me. Let go of that. And change for me, for your children. I had to ask myself that too. I had to ask myself. Many times we say we love our children. Many, many times we say we love our children. Well, how much do you love your children? How much do you truly love your children if you're here putting all these toxins in your body, uh, you know, cutting your life short so that you won't be able to see your great-grandchildren, your, you know, so on and so forth? Then how can we say we truly love our children? Okay? We say we love our children. Well, do we love our children enough to give up the world for them so that, uh, you know, we can have a healthier body, a healthier mind? Those cigarettes, they're killing you. So if you could live to be, what, 80? You're cutting your life and you'll be dead by, what, 50? See? So, But you say you love your children. If you love your children, cut the bad habits. Love your body. Take care of your body. Take care of your health. Pay attention. Fornicating with all these men can possibly cause you, you know, uh, some sort of disease. It's destroying your body. It's destroying your spirit inside. It's spiritual death happening inside you. You don't even know it. Now he don't want to call you. He don't want to talk to you. He don't want to, you know. So now you're like, you're sad. You're upset. You're angry. You're, you know, your kids don't even know what's happening with you. Like, hey, mama, not right now. I don't want to hear it. Because you're busy upset. Somebody didn't text you back. You didn't get that text back from her or him. See what I'm saying? All these toxic things killing our spirits, killing our bodies, killing our minds. Whereas if we would just stay trusting in God, God says, trust in me, trust in me, and I will provide everything for you. That means everything. That don't mean just something. That means everything. That means, uh, you know, money, food, health, life, love, everything. Everything. That's the problem. People always want to, you know, pick up and let me write my love story. Let me do it. I got this. I, you don't need to do it. Let me. But can I just. God says, what you. Okay, you know what? Go ahead. Take the pen. You could write it. And then we scribble and scrabble and then we're like, and then we become exhausted. Wait, God, you know, just. And you want to put the pen down and you're like, all right, all right, you can have it. You got it. But God's like, but no, you say you had it. You see this here? Look at this mess. This ain't number of mess that you wrote down. You don't even know what you want. I know what you need. I know what you need. I see what you want. And what you want and what, what you need is two different we two different versions, baby. But you can't have what I can't give you what you need unless you start making change. Cause baby, you're not about to mess up one of my children. Cause see what I'm gonna give you and I know that you need this. Uh no. You can't come messing up my child. With all this, you see this here? They just broke down. No, this can't. No, I can't. I can't give you. I can't give you this person. I can't give you this child, because all you're gonna do is do just like you just did here on this paper. Just scribble, scrabble all over my child, destroy him, his spirit, his no, his faith, his belief, and no. When you make a change, when you make a change, then I'll be able to give you what you need. What you need. If you don't never make a change, then you'll never get what you need. Never. I won't give you. I won't give you someone that I I love dearly for you to hurt and destroy. I won't. 
that's the type of guy. And we say, but God is so love. Yes, he loves you. But he's also a very, a very uh, disciplined guy with rules and regulations. He's an almighty, powerful God. He's a king. Okay? He is a king in all his ways. So, with that comes, you cannot come into the presence of a king just any kind of way with any kind of attitude. Talking about, well, bless me, but uh, I'm going to go over here and on the weekend, I'm going to go get drunk and everything. And so, but you know, but uh, next week or, uh, you know, week after that, uh, you know, God, can you just uh, give me that girl that I've been wanting, uh, praying that would be submissive. Submissive to what, sir? Submissive to what? Your insanity? You're delusional. I'm not about to send you. No, no, you would not have anything to do with any woman or any child of mine. No, you would not have anything to do with any daughter of mine. Now, the women are the daughters of the of the world of the of the enemy. You you could play with those because they don't care. They 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 not they not worried about about being my daughter. So they they out there. They want to do what they want. You can go ahead and chase those. But my my daughters. The ones that I love, the ones that love me, that are chasing and following me, and trust, and you think I'm gonna bless you? Well, oh no, you must be. Oh no, see, you must be. You don't. You must not be reading my word, cause you must not know me. Then I'm not that type of God. I'm not that type of God, and He isn't. So. I hope this gave you some sort of understanding and blessing. And I mean, you know, just it blessed you as it definitely blessed me again. You know, when I read the word, it opens uh, various subjects and topics and not just, you know, that immediately scripture or verse saying it just opens like, whoa, and it just opens so much. Um, I like to share it just because I think that all of us, the whole world, just in general, all of us. We always need encouraging words. We need encouraging thoughts. We need encouraging everything. You know, we, we just need to be more encouraged, more nurtured, more aware, more alert, more obedient, more disciplined. We need more of good so that our children can be fruitful, so that we can be fruitful, so we can manifest the word of God that we read and it'll come to life. And then, you know, with that will come change, change. Uh, if not, you know, we know what happened. If you know the word of God, you know Cain's ending. Uh, I don't need to say anymore. So we know the outcome. So just imagine if we don't make that change, then we we will produce that Cain ending. So. May God bless y'all. May God keep y'all till we see each other next time or till we, you know, connect next time. And uh, I love you all in Jesus Christ's name. Uh, stay blessed. Amen. <laughs>